The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your mega preview pod for this week's Memorial. And joining me to break it all down, Greg Ducharme is here. Greg, what's up? What's going on, boys? Haven't been with Coach in a long time here. On, the, on I haven't been on the uh, the preview episode in quite a while. I'm I'm really I'm fired up. I'm looking forward to it. You're in the you're in the comfy chair with the Madonna mic. I'm expecting great things from you today. Yeah, you wow. might get another lean back. Yep. This <laughs> is when you know he's get getting some, serious. Yeah. This is uh, the perfect place to be the backup office for picks. There you go. Speaking of, they all are. Speaking of the coach, the coach is here. Good to have you, coach. Yeah, I just signed a new deal with CBS. Part of that deal is I get to hand pick who I'm on the shows with. So clearly, this week I showed Greg and I said, Mark, sit your butt at home. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle Porter rounds out our foursome for today. KP, before we went hot, you described something as vanilla, and I won't disclose what you described (laughs) as vanilla. Uh, But did you know? That even though it is synonymous with blandness, uh, vanilla is one of the most complex flavors in the world. Where do you get this stuff? Yeah, vanilla. Rick, I don't think why. I, for some reason, I don't think that's the first time you've told us that. Because it's like my show. thing. Yeah, <laughs> vanilla is uh, my soapbox issue, and also it needs a better PR team. KP, it's it's getting it's getting thrown out there as this bland, boring flavor. It is not. It is complex. It is it is a beautiful thing. Uh, so I got a couple of things. One, the first the first comment uh, in our chat, in our public chat, is an over-under of two and a half minutes for me to bring up speed. <laughs> Bang the under. 220. <laughs> We're at 220 right now, yeah. <laughs> so two, great week of golf. We got I'm watching NCAAs right now. Yep. Uh, we, we have a we have a chance for an Oklahoma State OU final, uh, which would be awesome. Uh, we got Olympic, U.S. Women's Open. Awesome. Yep. Olympics, incredible. And then we got the Memorial, which is like, it was kind of like a major last year, the way it was set up. So just an awesome week of golf. And then three, my soapbox issue. I hope that they're not trying to sponsor this podcast. Uh, Chick-fil-A, overrated. I've, I've, uh, I've, what? I've publicly said, coach is going to kill me. I've I'm pu- going to kill you. <laughs> what? <laughs> There is not one thing they do that is what? Yeah, it's <laughs> overrated. I'm sorry, but you you can't just throw that out there and not have examples. You got to be specific. Best okay, drive so, numbers. Period. Yeah. Best okay. Listen. Listen. Period. Here's here's but it, it's all. I'm not saying it's not good. It is good. It's overrated. People people treat Chick Fil A as if it's not fast food. It's still fast food, but but is, for some reason people act as if it's like healthy or like it is what it is, and it's good. Like we go there, we take the kids there all the time, all the time. 
but it's overrated. People people view it in a way that they shouldn't view it. I feel like you just cost us a major sponsorship right there. I really do. <laughs> the, I'll try to get it back. The best part about Chick-fil-A is the milkshake, specifically vanilla, which we've talked about already. Very complex. You know what else is vanilla in a good way? CONCACAF, baby. International soccer returns as CONCACAF's <laughs> top teams face off at the Nations League semifinals in Denver starting Thursday, June 3rd. The U.S. faces Honduras as the Americans, led by Christian – I'm going to mess this one up. Pulisic, Pulisic, ah, sorry guys. <laughs> Pulisic, it is correct. Thank you. Look to take advantage of one of their most talented generations in history. Next, regional powerhouse Mexico squares off against Costa Rica as they look to set up a final showdown with their arch rival and neighbors to the north. The United States stream both semifinal matches live on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com slash Nations League to get started. That's ParamountPlus.com slash Nations League. How's that, Greg? I like it. Rick, I, I think it's great. I'm going to be there. Uh, I'll see you there. <laughs> I'll see you there. I'm not sure that's actually true. Okay, gentlemen, it's time for storylines. Uh, the big storyline this week, of course, is the course, the renovations that were done at Mirfield Village. And Greg, I feel like you're probably the most qualified to try to talk us through this whole thing. It's been a, <laughs> it's a and I are not. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not the one. Uh, major <laughs> renovations that started literally while play was still going on last year. There's been trees added. Uh, essentially every single green complex has been altered all new bent grass greens i mean talk us through what we're dealing with this week yeah this is um i mean every virtually every green has is new new grass and new contours and that means a couple of things like a, a lot of times when a course has some changes done to it, it it plays better for some but at the pga tour level it may not play a whole lot different um this is one of those renovations where i, I think it will play a lot different um, with completely new at least from the way i'm reading it right completely new green contours and complexes they they moved a number of the greens back it seems like they're all back and left um that's a significant difference it it really changes the golf course i i always think the way you play a golf course is from the green backwards and when all the contours are different ridges are in different places your carry numbers change your yardage book change angles may or may not change i i don't know that yet but um but a lot of your numbers sight lines and targets will change so yeah there's going to be a new golf course to learn um tee to green and there's going to be a new golf course to learn once you're on the greens um which i believe is significant um i i thought and i we had talked about earlier in the first look and that that typically when golf courses are regrassed they get really firm but it does look like there's some rain tonight um and tomorrow as well which which may soften it. I, I imagine it'll soften it a little bit. So I, I expect it to play kind of kind of a long golf course, um, but it may not play as difficult as we had last year. Coach, when you were kind of going through your process for this week, did you factor this in at all? I, I think there's an interesting idea of guys that have a lot of course history somewhere, maybe even won this event before, and getting it just a little bit different, not in the way they expect it. Maybe first timers who have never even seen it might have a, uh, not a significant advantage, but a little bit of an advantage. Is this at all a consideration? Uh, first and foremost, I want to make it clear. I was not offended by you saying that me and KP were not the ones to ask for this particular question. Uh, and then I will say this: what I factored in when I did my handicap um, is the fact that I looked at how uh, last year where one week 
it was, you know, Colin Morikawa and Justin Thomas. And then everybody said, all the golf gurus, all the golf smart, oh, it's going to play completely different. Just, you know, like Tory Pines, oh, it's a completely different U.S. Open. But it actually did. They actually said it way different, way, way more difficult. But you also saw guys that had played well here before, and you saw John Rahm dominate. Now, I went back to guys that have won here before, that have had history here before, because just because it's, it's a renovation, and just because it's all greens in different places, you still have to stand on essentially the same tee boxes. You're still going to hit it to the same uh, fairways and get it in the fairways because the the rush or the, the rough, as we know, is all always incredibly lush and chewy and juicy. And to me, that never changes, no matter what we're talking about with the greens. So you're going to see from my picks, I went with guys that are veterans here, veterans on the PGA Tour. I also believe that this week, everybody's looking at this week as the official start to summer. 14 weeks left until the FedEx Cup playoffs, two weeks until the year's third major. I think now top five in the FedEx Cup are here. This is a big game hunting week, and I think that's where the big names will step up. I think it's an interesting idea, Coach, and, and what I think is most important, KP, is the renovation still still done by Jack, right? Like there's kind of, it's not like someone new came in and said, let me just, you know, take away the aura of this place or, or, or kind of design it differently. Uh, I think the trees, especially on some of the par fours and fives could be interesting depending on the angles. I'm, I'm excited to start getting some guys out there, start hearing some, some feedback from the course, all that good stuff. Well, I, yeah, I, I saw Xander on it. He said that he played the back nine and he, he kind of insinuated that it was a very fair renovation. Like he was talking about how the green on 16 was kind of goofy before the way it was set up and some of the pin locations you had. The big thing for me at Memorial is that, is that Jack has the ability to say, hey, this is how I want the course set up. And that's not something that we get at, at, uh, at most PGA Tour stops, right? So the renovations almost it's not that they don't matter. They do matter. But what matters more is, are you getting major championship-like conditions, which we did last year, and you see 279 win the golf tournament. John Rahm, you know, almost shot 280 to win it, which is a really high number for a, for a, for a regular tour stop. So that's the part for me. I, I saw where uh, Jack Nicholas II, his son, was saying that like the way they redid the greens, it makes it easier to get them firmer more quickly. But then I saw Jack Nicholas talking on Tuesday about how because they were redone, they can't really dial them up like to the level that they want right now. So I think next year is actually the year where you could see it play more major championship like. And this year, it's I think it'll still be hard, but I don't think it's going to be as hard as it was last year. Mm, interesting. Um, Greg, let's put a bow on kind of the course renovations. You know, some of the, um, you, you mentioned some of the angles and kind of how it might play. Is there a chance this thing just plays easier? Like, is there a chance this course just plays easier? <laughs> I think it will. I think because of the rain, it will definitely yeah. play easier. Um, but they did do a couple of, I mean, remember they, he, it, one of the very first things that you read about when you read about this, um, the, these golf course changes is that they, it, they were designed to make the course better for, um, not necessarily harder, um, better for the membership. And that doesn't yeah. always mean easier, but it, you know, it means sometimes more playable and they, they definitely 
added some pinnable locations. So there's more variety. I mean, this is a golf course that operates throughout the year, more so than just for one week. So it's not solely designed. Renovations aren't solely done for this event. But with Jack doing the doing the work, I can I don't think he's he's making the golf course softer. I don't think he's making it easier. I mean, he's at, he's adding length. Um, I, I don't think he's saying, "Hey, let's give this let let's flatten these greens." He wants to challenge these players, um, and I, and I I believe there will still be a significant challenge. But rain rain will always make a golf course play easier as long as it's not raining. If it's a soft golf course, these guys, will, they can handle it. And those nuances, the, the changes in contours, all of that stuff, change, angles become unimportant. When a golf course is soft, it becomes a completely different test than when it's firm. Um, and I think it takes out all the all the real true difficulty um or almost all of it anyway so yeah i i do think there's a really good chance it plays easier this year i think nine under par won it last year so we'll see how that holds up here in 2021 as kp mentioned uh to start the show coach we've got a major championship this week the women's u.s open heading to olympic club i cannot think of i i love the idea that olympic club right across the lake from Harding Park. What a great stretch of golf and what a great, uh, I mean, the game of golf is in such a good spot right now. Some of our our, our, our Ryder Cup captains who, who are graduating from the PGA Tour go into the Champions Tour. We've got the women, we've got the Euros, we've got the Corn Ferry as deep as ever. Golf is in an excellent space right now. It's, it's in a fantastic space right now. And the, uh, the LPGA, uh, I think when uh, Michael Wan, who I've only met him a couple of times, but uh, I like to uh, pattern myself after really positive people. I don't know if there's anybody more positive than him. And then when he announced that he was stepping away, I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. And then when he announced he was taking over the USGA, okay, that makes sense. Okay, I got it. Because then indirectly, he can still help the LPGA. And so now, basically, he's going to step in and be a part of all of these championships. Uh, the U.S. Women's Open. Also, now he'll have a big hand in the U.S. Men's Open. Uh, I really think that travel is going to be an issue. They've already done the, the, the Asian swing. So I'm going to be interested to see who was rested up uh, last week. It, did anybody else not like the fact that there was a match play right before the U.S. Open? I thought that was a little bit weird, to be quite honest with you, not having a stroke play event. Uh, but uh, I like the fact that they have so many events now, not just like 18, like 10 years ago or 19. Uh, so I'm here for it. A lot of the names, uh, some may not know, but there's some names that are showing up. I like the fact that the quarters are always showing up. And I like when there's three or four legit stars that show up every week. And that's what we have right now on the on the, the women's tour. Yeah, they opened themselves up with the match play last week for what happened, which is Shan Chan Fang conceding her her consolation match for third place and saying, you know what, I'll I'll I'll, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to go play in a major championship next week. They kind of set themselves up for that. KP, uh, Olympic Club, I believe this is going to be the fourth time that the U.S. Women's Open has been held in California. Obviously, this, it's a place we we like to go. We've seen the men on Olympic Club. This is uh, this is a stout one, and I've seen I've seen on on social media already the thick is look or the rough is looking thick. It's looking lush. The, these women are in for it. I think. Yeah, Olympics great. Um, it, it's. I think it's such a good spot for for a major championship. You can do so many different things with it. I was reading Jeff Shackelford had some really good stuff on just kind of the nuances of the course and how it's a little uh, a, 
this is a, it's not Augusta like, but you always compare places like that to Augusta when they have these uneven lies. And it takes a lot of athleticism to be able to kind of navigate uh, a golf course like that. So Olympic is going to be, uh, it's going to be sweet. It's, it's, it's a great course. It's a great venue. I don't know how many, I haven't seen how many fans they're going to be able to have. I, I think they're going to have some, um, but man, the U S women's open is always, it, it, I remember watching it last year in Houston and it's just, it's always a ton of fun and, and it's great West coast viewing. I'm, I'm really excited about it. it. Should be, should be great this weekend. Real quick. I want to jump in. It's a little unfortunate. I thought the USGA would petition the state of California. I live here and June 15th, everything's wide open. There's going to be no restrictions. And so in two weeks we could have had basically all they wanted, but we still yeah. have restrictions right now. That's a bummer. Yeah, I was looking, it looks like um, it's pretty non-committal. This is from three hours ago. Somewhere between twenty-five and seventy-five percent capacity. That is not much help, but it's not—it's not full. Uh, so we'll see. Alim Kim going to try to defend her crown, Greg. As uh, Kyle mentioned, it was in Houston last year. NB Park's going to try to become the seventh player with at least three women's Open titles. Lydia Ko back in action. We're going to actually take. Um, we're going to take $10, 10 extra dollars. Jacob has allotted us to make a wager on this later in the show. So you don't have to give out, out your pick, but again, the, the game is strong right now. We've, we've seen the women uh, put on a show uh, countless times. And I do like the West coast viewing because it's going to be essentially in prime time. Right. And uh, this golf course, I'll just say about uh, the Olympic club, it brings one word to mind. Um, some may call this two words, but reverse camber. Right, it's a ar- big architect word, which is great fun to watch. So you're going to see the ball chasing reverse, all over the place. Reverse what? Camber. Googling it. <laughs> reverse camber. Is this is it vanilla or? Uh, it, no? <laughs> this is um, hole number fourteen at Augusta National. This is when a hole dog legs to the left, but the the oh. property slopes to the right. You see that all oh. over the golf course. So it all yeah. it all breaks away. And so you got to really you really have to shape it with the dog leg, which is cool. Um, it makes for a real shot makers kind of a kind of a golf course. You, you, yeah, you'll so have to work it both ways to hold the fairways. So Shackelford was talking about that with the third hole, which is actually a par three about how the sh- the the hole requires you to I think it, this was the hole the hole requires you to hit to draw it but the green is going the other way yeah and there's a lot of that and it's it's awesome because it I mean you gotta hit some freaking shots right like yeah. you can't it's not like oh, I'll just feed it down into like you gotta hit a golf shot and right that's the thing about so many of these women's events and and specifically the the big time like majors like the like the US Women's Open is it it's such a there's such a purity to the shots that they're hitting i mean just the these these 6 7 5 4 irons and it's just, it's it it feels like a different game than the men's um and and almost like better or or at least like Sure, but what I want to see, which is great iron play, and so I, I get excited about it. I, am I going to watch every shot of the U.S. Women's Open? Probably not, but uh, I am really excited to watch some of it because I think that they put on a great event, and and the women that are playing on it put on a really good show and a different kind than we see on the men's side a lot of times. Yeah, Shadow it, Creek, 
Sh- sorry, Greg. Shadow Creek last week, Olympic Club this week. Pretty good stretch of courses there. <laughs> yeah, they're moving in the right direction. No question about it. You know, uh, there there are so many players that are real stars, like Arya Dutanagarn, I think is somebody you really got to watch out for. She was the benefit uh, beneficiary in the Shen Shen Feng situation um, <laughs> where she didn't have to play that match. I do do a, a radio show on Sirius XM in the morning, and today Whoa. that was the entire conversation. The whole oh, I bet you hours. people were fired up about that. Yeah, yeah. Calls, callers? people were Did you calling take callers? in. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, the were, whole time. Oh, 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 yeah, they were. Good. Yeah, they it, it was. That. It was just a great topic. So they were very unhappy. Ratings. But that screams ratings to me. I, it was it was a great topic. I mean, people were bringing up um, the the NCAA. They're bringing up all these other sports. They're bringing up tennis. They're bringing up uh, the NBA. Came up. It was it was crazy. So the LPGA is it, um, definitely got a little bit of traction with that last week, and it's great heading into this week where um, you're going to have a, a really cool golf course. So I, I like it. I think it's going to be fun. What that screamed was there wasn't that big of a difference between third and fourth place money. It was 23, 22 or 23. Yeah. There you go. So, there yeah. you go. When, when on the men's, you're talking six figures between third and fourth. Yeah. That, so, which, the, I mean, that's another thing we discussed, right? What do you, how do you solve the problem? Make sure that doesn't happen again. Cause all of a sudden, think about your, your broad, you, you're in broadcasting, coach. You're broadcasting an event. You're prepared to broadcast um, f- four players, two different matches. You got two different holes. You got camera crews on multiple holes. All, all the stuff that goes into covering an event. And all of a sudden, half of them are gone. It's a disaster. It's an absolute disaster because yeah. it's already a tough thing anyway, because you only have two groups. And we right. saw, we, we all know at the men's WGC that Sunday kind of stinks, but Thursday, yeah. Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is great. But if you only have one group, holy smokes, on Sunday, when you're trying to get ratings, and you're probably saying, these, these two women are playing, and you don't have anywhere to go when they're walking in between their shots, it's a disaster. Yeah. Let me let me go on record by saying I do not care if the coverage has golfers to show or not. I care more about the fact that the schedule came. Like, why would you put this event the week before the U.S. Open? You know they're going to have to play six or seven matches or whatever it is to to win the whole thing. And and you're you're asking for this to happen. You're asking I, for it. I still think good Rick, point. The, the problem is is even though Michael Wands did an amazing job getting the schedule back full, they still sometimes get caught up in. Well, we've got to put an event on this week to make sure this week is not open, to make sure the women have someplace to play. Right? It's why when they go over to Asia, they play four or five weeks at a time, which is different than the men because they have to travel everybody over there. They have to give stipends for the, the caddies to get there because the money is so different. They can't afford to skip a week. And if this is what Shadow Creek wanted and this is what they were offering, and I don't know the backstory to it, but clearly there was a reason. But I don't think whatever the reason was, it was the correct decision for them to make. And I think the other interesting thing, KP, and I want to get your thoughts on this as well, is Shan Shan Fang is she's almost a victim of her own honesty. Like she she is a great quote. She's awesome. She she tells you exactly what she's feeling. If she would have said, you know what, I slipped and twisted my ankle and I'm a little worried about it. Uh, maybe that maybe no one cares. Maybe we see through it. Who knows? But she's literally said, I've played a lot of golf this week. I want to be ready for the U S open next week. I don't think it's worth it for me. I'm just telling you like it is. She could have easily cited a back injury or anything else, but now, now she's a victim of her own honesty. (laughs) Yeah. She, she should have called DJ's agent. (laughs) 
just release a statement and get out of town. <laughs> see what see what he's got in the queue. Um, I, uh, I I I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, she played what yep. six matches or or five or yeah. whatever. Like you got the you the open this week. It's it's not. I, I guess it would be one thing if you're playing, you know, uh, Wichita. Or something. Oh, now, uh, now the, you've just named another. Now they're gonna have a problem with you. You, you got to go after my hometown. You got to go after my <laughs> where I grew up. You're taking a, you're taking a direct shot. If you just take a direct shot. Cool. Tulsa. I don't know. Whatever. Don't don't keep uh, naming one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the open. It's the it's it it, it I I don't. Uh, she's not incentivized. Somebody said this. She's not incentivized to to continue playing. And I, I don't like, she doesn't care if golf channel has anything to show and she shouldn't like, that's not her job. So I, I don't, uh, I don't, I have no problem with it. Are people mad about it? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Furious. It's fuming. Greg, fuming. Is it, that has got to be sarcasm. You're, are no, you serious? No, You're serious. Yeah. Oh, people are, are extremely upset. Okay, disrespecting the game, players. coach. People hate it's, it's disrespecting uh, the game. Uh, okay, but, no, you have a, look, you have, a, you have a little obligation to the. I mean, to the tour, right? You start something, you got to finish do it, you? don't you think? So, so, coach, how do you reconcile? Because you've been you've been vocal about DJ and guys like that not showing up at all, right? Correct. And I agree with you. That's it's not great. Uh, how do you reconcile that with this, which is? You showed up, but you didn't. You know, you didn't finish the whole week or whatever. How do you reconcile those two things? See, this is very, very difficult because the finances are different on the LPGA Tour. This comes down to money. Make no mistake about it. If fourth place would have paid, let's just throw it a hundred grand, and third place paid two twenty-five, let's say, she would have played that fourth round. Make no mistake about it. But when she's going to get it guaranteed up to within twenty grand of third place, then what's the point? This all comes down to money. It always comes down to money. For DJ, he makes so much outside. It doesn't matter if he shows up. For him, like a lot of star players, they play golf to facilitate their sponsorships outside. And almost their entire schedule is based off the, what their sponsors wanted to play. Probably half their schedule. So to me, the only way you fix this is if you make first, second, third, fourth way more expensive than the rest of the field. That's the only way you can do it. What about fining? What what have you finer? Like could could you give her a WD? Would, if you withdraw would, on the PGA tour, you get last place money. If you make the cut, if you withdraw on Saturday, yeah. you get last place money. Should she get that, would you, last place money? Would you rather her go out? Would you rather her go out there and just lay down for ten holes? I mean, or, just, what if she just, walks out there and just concedes every single hole? It takes three minutes for her to just concede them. It's, it's, that, it's the same thing. I mean, it's the spirit of it. That makes her look bad. That makes her look bad. I don't think this makes her look bad. If she goes out there and every time you tee it up, you guys know this, they want to compete. You get it. Okay, now I'm in competition. That doesn't make her look bad. It makes her actually look good because she's worried about the major. If she lays down, that makes her look bad. I don't know. I, I feel like you got you get an opportunity to get a little bit of there. The two problems, the, the two complaints that come out of the LPGA tour are the um, and this comes from Mike Juan, right? Purses aren't quite as big as they'd like and tv coverage isn't there, there's not enough tv coverage you have uh prime time a rainy memorial day weekend rainy in the northeast and you have an opportunity to get on 
coverage, right? You don't, these opportunities are slim. They're more slim than it is for PGA tour players. And you don't play. I mean, you got a responsibility to Aria Jutanagarn and, and her fans and her sponsors and your fans and your sponsors. And all, I mean, you got fans back out there. there. There's a lot of people that are affected by this. Um, you go to buy, this is what they talk about in the NBA all the time, right? Players, you go to, a Brooklyn Nets game and to see Kevin Durant play and he sits out because uh, he played yesterday. Right. So now he's going to sit out because it's not the playoffs. And all of a sudden you bought this ticket to see this guy play and he's not playing just because uh, he's tired. And I, I'm not saying everybody's going out there to watch Shen Shen Fang, but maybe they are going to watch Arya Jutanagarn. Maybe that's your favorite player. And all of a sudden um, she's too tired. Maybe if that's, it was... the, that's the only argument you can make. That's the only argument that you can make is that these athletes have a, a responsibility for people buying tickets. That that's a good argument. It is. Well, and but... to the TV, and to the TV, the uh, the the TV people who have invested all the money that they've invested into covering the event. But they, they but was... then some would argue that they don't invest enough. As far as the golf channel is concerned, you could argue that they put you know you're going to show you know the replays at three a.m. Or two a.m. The guys get seven seven p.m. to twelve a.m. Right, but when you get your when you get a chance, my point is you get a chance. You gotta you gotta take advantage of it, right? There's only you're two groups right. on the course. You're so. right. You're right. We're not saying you're wrong. Yeah. But we also KP saying he doesn't have an issue with her not playing. If it was KD, he's probably got to reply to some tweets. That's probably why he's sitting <laughs> on. Got to hop on the burner. Can well, we listen, do the? Can we do the best yeah, player in the world? Yeah. Thing? So if you want to continue the spicy takes, let's do this because I was texting Kyle. Uh, I was texting you earlier. You you raised this point like who's the best player in the world, and I think there's a very strong case for Jordan Spieth. And then after that, <clears throat> I have no idea, and it has been eating me alive. I I, I cannot <laughs> sleep at night. I don't know the answer. I literally I, I'm like it's Morikawa. No no no. It's Rob. No no no. It's Charlie Hoffman. No no. Like, I don't know. Like I. You're, you're killing me with this. So can I clarify, like, I, uh, it, it's easy when you pull back over 12 months or the last two years or whatever. Like, we're talking very microscopic, like, recent stuff, right? And I think I'm, I'm fascinated by this idea of, like, um, who's the guy? Like, who's the guy that you got to go through this guy to win this major championship? He's probably not going to win because even the best guys only win 10% of the time or 7% or 4% or whatever. But that, like, if uh, going into the master, well, going into November masters. Yeah, November masters, you're like, it's, it, you go through DJ. Right. And he ended up winning that that's kind of atypical. It doesn't, doesn't normally happen like that, but you know, going into it, I got to be better than DJ right now. And my argument is that there's not really anybody like that right now. And maybe, maybe it doesn't matter. I'm intrigued by it. I'm fascinated by just the idea of it. Cause normally you have a, a dude, like you have a guy that you have to get through. And I, I don't, I don't really think that there is right now. The, Suspects here, Greg, are Jordan Spieth, John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas. I could name some more, but like I think in 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 presence, it's Bryson, right? When when Bryson tees up tees it up at an event, he he gets a lot of the coverage, he gets a lot of the conversation. He's the big boy out there bombing it on the driving range, and everybody stops and watches. When everybody stops and watches somebody on a driving range, that's the guy. Now his results have not necessarily aligned with that recently but there's a case to be made it's bryson 
Well, I, I would say Bryson's the player of the year right now. Um, and yeah. I don't even really think that's close. He's got two wins at a major, and I, I think he's the clear-cut player of the year. But right, you're right. The recent form, I, I don't think you're stepping in there saying that Bryson's going to be really hard to beat. You don't know where he is with his game. You don't know how committed he is to this process right now. He's made a lot of statements that have said, hey, I, I, I've questioned this. And he doesn't feel as all-in as he once was. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't really think Bryson's that guy. I, the closest guy would be... Maybe maybe the closest guy is Spieth, but I, I think Rom is probably the closest guy to that. If John Rom has a good putting week this week and wins this week, I, I mean, it feels like it could be floodgates because he's hitting the ball so well. Um, and so I, I don't know. He's had a hard time putting. He's had a hard time around the greens this year. But I, I don't think that that's a unique thing. He's normally very good in that area. So I, I think Rom's the closest to that, even with Spieth. As well as he's played, you always have that that there's like that Phil Mickelson-ness to this where you don't know he's gonna win. You can't rely on he does win a lot. He does, but you you can't rely on it. It's cause it's just too it's a wild ride. I mean, you gotta buckle your seatbelt every time he tees it up. Phil was that way, Jordan's that way. Um I didn't see as much of uh, Arnold Palmer, but Arnold Palmer was that way from everything I've read. So it it that doesn't mean you're not a very good player. It just means uh, you're not like the DJ, the consistent player that DJ once was. When, I think the way well, I was yeah, going to say the way that big tournaments have have unfolded this year is kind of instructive to the conversation, right? Because even like JT is the best player who's won a big event, or however I'm trying to say that. Like he's the like the primary guy that's won a big event. But even the way he did it, it was like from behind on the weekend, and it wasn't like you know, putting a stake in the ground of like, oh, JT, this is JT's year, right? And then Hideki, you're like, yeah, the, Hideki had a great week. Now, I, I don't know what else that means for the year. Phil had a great week. Had, he had an iconic week. I don't know if that is meaningful for the rest of the year. So I, I think the way that those three majors have unfolded is very uh, instructive to like kind of the way we talk about the, have this conversation. Yeah, I think it's I think the way to kind of frame it, coach, is who who's who's the one that even maybe their peers are like, okay, like I'm gonna have to deal with Brooks this week, or I'm gonna have to deal with Rory this week, or whatever it is. Who who is that guy? I, I have two, I have two things. The best player in the world right now is Cameron Young. Let's just let's just be honest. This is a dude <laughs> I like, like that. Who, who coach? It's Cameron Young. This is a dude who's won two weeks in a row on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's won <laughs> he's led eight straight rounds, which is a Corn Ferry Tour record. Think about that for a second. Every round for eight straight week, uh, eight straight days, he's led two weeks in a row. That's unheard of. Never happened before. And so if he wins this week, he'll be automatically graduated to the PGA Tour. This dude's legit. By the way, I have him on my podcast, Cash Out with the Coaches, out tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. Now, to my answer, to my answer, we're all missing the boat. Normally, on any given year, we would be at the point where we'd be like, JT has three wins, DJ has three wins. Like, all the big names have, have big wins. What didn't we have prior to... February or March for the last year. What didn't we have? We didn't have fans. We had no fans out there. So the motivation for these top players to show up, and I'm telling you, on Sunday last week, you saw it. You saw the hands get very, very tight for Jason Kokrak. Now he got the job done, but all of a sudden he's leaking oil all the way down at the end. Now the fans are back, you're feeling the pressure. Roy's been very clear. He goes, I didn't play well because I didn't have that juice. I didn't have somebody pumping me up. I didn't hear the crowd. Bryson somehow delivers the juice by himself. 
That's why he's motivated. Look at the only three players, guys, with multiple wins on the PGA Tour this year. It's not JT. It's not Rob. It's not G. Am I right? It's Kokrak, Sink. Big Stu. That's it. Those are the only three dudes. So now I think we can draw a line in the sand this week and say we got 14 weeks left before the playoffs. I think you're going to see a big game hunter win this week, and I think all of these weeks going forward, you're going to see a shift. The man's Bryson, and it's not close, which is why Brooks just lost his mind because he hates the fact that people give Bryson the respect, the attention. He wants it secretly, and he's not having it. Right now it's Bryson and everybody else, and it's not close. I agree. I agree, Coach. It's it's Bryson. Coach and I, I mean, listen, we're, we're very different. I agree, Coach. It, it is Bryson. So now I put uh, you, Kyle, and you, Greg, your feet to the fire. Pick somebody. It's Rom for me. Ooh. That was okay. a quick Rom. Yeah. KP? Uh, God. You have to. It's the law. I, I, I think it's I think it's Rom for me. The Bryson thing, like I, I don't disagree. It, it might be Brooks, honestly. Like if 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 you should like when when everybody shows up to the U.S. Open, and you're right, you a, you're right. If you took a if you took a like a what's the uh, lie detector? What what am I trying to say? Polygraph. If you give everybody a lie detector test, yeah. <clears throat> I don't. I, I they might say Brooks. I think it would be Brooks or Bryson, which in is in a major of, they should. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Brooks. Uh, they should for Brooks. <clears throat> the Rom thing. Bryson's been, uh, by the way, just sort of under the radar. Not that good over the last, like since he won. Uh, well, really since the players. He since played well Masters. at, at TPC Sawgrass. Um, but I, I don't I don't disagree necessarily with the angle that you guys are taking on it. Uh, yeah, I guess I would go Rom. Although Rom, Rom's finishes are so soft, like the, the, he he's he's had the best overall finishes at Masters players and PGA. I think his average finish is like seventh. Was he in the mix in any of those? Nope. No. Nope. No. And, but and all so, of a sudden, if you add a win in there, you throw a win this week. If he wins the Memorial, that looks yeah. totally different. I, I agree, but he hasn't won the memorial. So I don't like as of today, I don't know. Yeah. I Spieth looked like a just a total mess on Sunday. Uh so you can't like I don't I don't know. I don't know if guys are like, oh, I gotta get by Spieth. I think it's like I gotta get in the same group as Spieth on Sunday and and you know get past him. So Spieth's I, gotta I don't get know. by Spieth. You're I dancing. It, Pick one. I, <laughs> you are I dancing. It's the damn question. No, I said Rom. I think right, that, I think the whole point is like it leads to a super interesting summer, which starts this week. Like we had Memorial Day on Monday. We've got two huge opens. We've got the playoffs. And I think there's still an opportunity for somebody honestly, in 10 years from now, we might look back at, at 2021 and say, wow, Rory owned that year. And nobody would would say that on June 1st, but the opportunity is still there for that to happen, which is not, I didn't expect and is normally not true of a, of a given year. All right. Well, that's two for Rom. It's two for Bryson. So it means that producer Jacob, do you want to hop on and break the tie for us here? I'll break the tie. I'm going to go with John Rom. Wow. It feels like we won KP. <laughs> Yeah. It, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Whoever whoever wins, as if one of the big boys wins this week, 
that's that's now the guy. <laughs> well, I think I, I I think Bryson's gonna win the US Open. So I think I think Coach and Rick might have some uh, <laughs> might have some talking points here in two. But what about the memorial? We'll re- yeah. we'll replay this in a couple of couple of weeks to see what happens. <laughs> uh, all right, gentlemen. Here's what we've got to do. We've got to do our odds and ends. That's our betting cards and our one and done picks. But first, we are gonna take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now, here's what you can do for for our listeners. Uh, First-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And we're back. All right, betting cards. This is where we go over to William Hill. We take our $110 this week because we got $10 to allocate for an LPGA winner and we allocate our funds. We make our picks. And coach, we're going to start with you. So Jacob is going to pull up your betting card and I've got it here as well. And I'm seeing six different wagers and I'm going to start with your matchups. Uh, they are John Rahm over Jordan Spieth, Victor Hovland over Patrick Cantlay and the beefy one Bryson over Rory McIlroy. Oh, these were so easy. Normally I don't like to lay 50 cents, but this is just a layup. When you've got Jordan Spieth who after the round on Sunday said, I had no clue where my ball was going. You think four days later, He's going to have a clue where that ball is going. Now, he might, but I'm not banking on it. And this is a place where John Rahm dominated a year ago. And I think he is motivated. I think he is sick and tired of being passed over as far as people are talking, not talking about him. I just think Speed does not have a good week because it took so much out of him last week. That was an easy one. Camley's just playing bad golf. I'm good with fading him every week until he shows me something different. I think Hovland could win this week, so this was an easy one. And then I think Rory, the Wells Fargo, was an outlier. and We saw that at the PGA Championship. He hasn't quite figured everything out um, because he made so many putts at the Wells Fargo. So I think he still stumbles. I think Bryson uh, really wants to be ready. He's going to take the week off next week. So I think he's motivated this week as well. 
Your final three wagers, Bryson back at it, a top 10. You got that at plus 163. You took Hideki Matsuyama as your top Asian player at plus 150. And Patty Harrington, how about this? Top Great Britain and Irish player at 16 to 1, coach. If I get one tweet from anybody, the coach, you said play Padraig Harrington. Let me be clear. This is an absolute flyer. An absolute flyer, which is why I only put five bucks on it. But if I win, it's going to win a lot of money. Yeah, he said at the PGA Championship, I want every course to be difficult because I play better. I play better when it's like this. This is going to be difficult this week. Now, he has to beat Rory. He has to beat a lot of big-name dudes. But, again, this is a little bit of a flyer. The other two, very, very bullish on. Hideki is going to play well. He's over the getting back from, from Japan thing. He's settled back in. Top Asian player. He only has to beat the likes of Sunjay, Siwoo Kim, and C.T. Pan. Those are the three biggest names he's got to beat. I think he's okay. And then Bryson, I think Bryson could compete for the win to, uh, to win this week. So to get some value, I went to the top 10, and I'm still getting almost almost uh, plus 165. The interesting thing about Patty as top GB and I player, it's Roy McIlroy, it's Fitzpatrick, it's Lowry, Wallace, Knox, Laird, Willett, Joe Long. So that's the same odds to beat eight guys as Rory McIlroy has to win the golf tournament. That's exactly right. And I thought about that. That's a great point. And and sometimes people don't look at that. And it's worth a little bit of a flyer because guess what? He would have won this bet at the PGA. Yeah. Yeah, he would. All right. Okay. So it's not that far fetched. Coach's best bet is the Bryson top 10 at plus 163. And we're going to pull up Greg's card, the real GFD. He is not the fake. He is not the faux GFD. He (laughs) is the real GFD. And this is a nice, tight card. Five bets, twenty bucks a piece. Let's start with, well, let's start, let's start with this one. Kyle Stanley, top twenty. It's your best bet. It's three and a half to one. Oh, you want to start at the bottom, okay? Well, yeah, because the rest it, of them I'm, are matchups. So Kyle yeah. Stanley owns okay. this place. He owns this place. I can't believe we talked about it yesterday on the. I, I can't believe he's this guy's 6,100 on DraftKings. He lost in a playoff, playoff? just two playoff? years ago. To Ben on, it, it, Ben on was in the playoff, and um, I think it was uh, Bryson who actually won that year. But but Kyle Stanley made he made like birdie on the last four holes to get into it. He owns this place, and he came in tied eighth last week. His record has been great as of late. Kyle Stanley's going to play really well this week. It asks you to be um, accurate off the tee. He is. It asks you to hit greens. He is. So I love Kyle Stanley this week. It is my best bet. Uh, I'm extremely bullish on that one. You have now, three. Would, yeah. Sorry. No, I was going to say, which one do you want to go to next? Oh, okay. Let's do your Hideki bet. So you have a Hideki at a three ball over Patrick Cantlay and Corey Connors, and you have Hideki plus 105 over Xander Shoffley. Yeah, I'm expecting really good things from Hideki this week. Um, I, I, as we talked about yesterday as well, I think iron play and around the green play are going to be extremely important. And Hideki is very strong in both of those areas. Um, he, you know, he's known for a guy who's on team no putt, which is definitely true. Um, and it's something that he struggles with. Putting is something is an area he struggles, but it kind of leaves this impression that he's not very good around the greens. Like all he is is a ball striker, but he has a very good near elite short game. Uh, and I think he proved that at the Masters. So um, I'm all in on Hideki. Uh, I love what he, he's 35th around the green, 19th approach the green. That is am- among the best combinations in those two areas in the game. So um, let's see. With Xander, he... 
I just have I just don't know where Xander is right now. Xander's definitely a risky one, but you get plus money in that one. So I, I really like the I really like the odds on that because I, I don't really trust Xander and I really like Hideki, clearly. Um Cantley, as coach said, there's a chance that he plays really well, but I I'm not so sure the PGA championship was I mean, there there were a lot of players who have been struggling in the PGA who played really well. Um Podrick Harrington, Ricky Fowler, there there are a lot of guys, and I'm not sure that because you played well in the PGA means you're going to play. It means your game's in really good form. I guess what I'm saying is there are a lot of ways to kind of do well at Kiowa. And I don't think that's the case here quite as much. So I, I think he can take down Cantlay and then Corey Connors, he struggles in the short game area, although he's hitting the ball so well. So that one makes me a little bit nervous, um, but I, I think he will. I, I do think he'll beat Corey Connors this week, even though it's a, it'll be tight. I thought Jacob was going to hit you with a Ricky Fowler drop. And then the rounds out. Your... Fowler. <laughs> yes. Thank you. To round out your, uh, your three balls here. It's Rom over McElroy and, and Colin Morikawa Spieth over Bryson and Thomas. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I, I think Rom is really a good putting week away from getting a win. So, uh, I don't feel that way with Rory McElroy. Colin Morikawa may be in that same boat, but I'm guessing that Rom's going to have a better putting week than Morikawa. So I think that's a really interesting one. And Jordan Spieth, uh, I think his game's just in better form than Bryson and Justin Thomas. And um, I, and I trust him more in a strange way. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I mean, how can you, it's hard to imagine Spieth not contending this week. Um, so I, it's his third week playing in a row. I think it's going to be a good one for him. So I'm going to go with Spieth. It's hard to imagine him playing on the Corn Ferry Tour with the way he hit it on Sunday. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's not that hard to imagine, Greg. Greg, I, you... I think that's a, a unique situation. I don't think yeah, that's a sure, golf sure. swing problem, right? I, I think that was a he he under overthought the, under it. the gun under the gun Sunday. Yeah. He, he hasn't played well on Sundays. That was kind of a storyline that emerged. By the way, real quick, there was uh, somebody in the comments section. Do you think if Rory putted uh, blindfolded, it would be bad for him? Uh, Rory's a plus putter over the last six months and over the last twelve months. So that's actually not been not to be well actually guy, but that hasn't really been the issue for him. Maybe it'll be better though. He could be even more of a hot positive. <laughs> as as his eyes. Uh, Greg, did you spend your $10 on, a, on an LPGA winner? I haven't yet, but I'll spend it on Brooke Henderson. Greg, did you spend, or uh, excuse me, coach, did you spend yours? I'm going to go Lydia Ko. Oh, I also went with Lydia Ko. Mm. I'll spoil mine right now. The Kiwi okay. is back. She, she's yes, she struggled is. at this event. She's got two majors. She's back. I went with Lydia Ko as well. Yeah, I think she was 14 to 1 when I saw it. Um, all right, I'm going to run through my betting card here real quick as Greg figures out his LPGA bet. So no, I, I just told you, Brooke, uh, Brooke Henderson. Oh, I'm sorry. Brooke Henderson to win. Do you have odds on that? <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, I have them right here. Stand by, stand by. She's 25 to 1. 25 to okay. 1 on Brooke Henderson. Wow, it's a good number. All, All right, right, here's. Here's my betting card. Very quickly, I have Lydia Ko to win. I, I'm sticking with my strategy of piling up the matchups. That has been successful. Hideki Matsuyama over Xander Shoffley. We've talked ad nauseum about Hideki. And then I went with Morikawa over Justin Thomas. I'm a little bit worried about the way he's striking the ball right now. That's JT I'm referring to. And then I took Keegan Bradley, who's go. I, if you would let me bet that Keegan Bradley is going to win one of his next five starts, I would take that. I don't know when it's coming. He doesn't know. What kind of odds? Um, well, he's probably going to be like 40 to 1 every week, so give it to me at 8. 20? 10, 8? I take 8, right. I'm going to cut it, give it divided by 5. Okay. 
I, t- I tell you this much. You, you should feel very, very good about your Morikawa over JT. I watched him hit. So I watched. I called every single shot for three rounds of the four rounds last week. And I'm telling when I'm telling you guys, he doesn't know where his ball. He's getting double cross. He doesn't know where he's going. And on courses where there's a little bit dog legs and it's not straight, uh, he's re- he's really really struggling. And his putter is just as bad as I've ever seen it. Uh, I saw him blade like three wedges. Yeah, <laughs> I, right? think, I mean, <laughs> I think I've seen that before out of him. JT's swing is so good and simple that when it's bad, it looks <laughs> horrendous. Like it, I think it, I think it looks worse than it actually is because his normal stuff is so good and so straightforward. Look, I, up- I know this is completely off topic, uh, but since we're talking JT, how much do we think the check was? That he handed Michael Vasecki to help with. Do you know? Rick knows. No, I Rick. don't know, but I have a very, I have a very good guess. Well, what do we all think it is? I, I, I I'll, I'll last. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll start then. I, uh, if people who don't know the the, the incredible viral video of the of Michael Vasecki crying when he got into the event a few weeks ago, he got into this one on a sponsor's exemption, and then JT handed him a personal check and said, "I want you to continue on with your dream," and but he just handed it to him, gave him a hug, and that was it. I'm going to say it was at least a hundred grand. KP. KP. Uh, I th- it might've been like a coupon for a free bucket of balls at metalist or something. <laughs> uh, uh, who, I, I owe mean, you round on me later. <laughs> who can say, I, I think 20. <clears throat> think 20, Greg? Yeah. I, I uh, man, hundred. it seems like a lot. It's so hard. I, I don't know. I guess I'll say, um, 10. I think it was 10 grand. I without any I do not know the I do not know the answer to this. Okay. I think it was a tw- I think it was 25,000. That's that's the number that I I think. I think anything more than that, 100 grand coach is like that's a lot. Now it's like he I mean, it, 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 but like 5 is too little for for someone like JT or 10 I think is too little. I think 25 is the right number. You know, I I, I could buy that. I could go up to that. that. But but to, it has to make a difference. It, 25 it really would make a huge difference. difference. I, yeah, twenty five would be meaningful for for this year for for twenty twenty one. It wouldn't. He be just like bankrolled him for the rest of the year. He just bankrolled his rest of the season or rest of the year. Well, yeah, it's about two grand a week to travel, um, and then if you're paying for a golf coach, I guess twenty five would make a difference. Hundred make it a lot more difference. Well, a lot bigger difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would make four times the difference. It's going to get out. It's going to get out, and yeah, it'll, get out. It, it'll get out. It'll get out. Yeah. Uh, KP, do we have to get you out of here? What do you, what do you yeah, got? I, I, yeah, I want to roll through my card. Let's I'm sorry. Let's do it. I'm sorry. So, we'll, we'll get KP's card oh, and we'll gosh. get KP's this one and done. A, oh, okay. And yeah, we'll, we'll do that real quick. We'll get, him, we'll get him out of here. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> Top 20s. Uh, <laughs> Keegan, Fitzpatrick, Hovland. Talk me through those. <laughs> uh, Keegan, I'm way, way in on. Fitzpatrick has been really, really good recently. And remember, he finished in the top five or six here last year. He might've finished T4 with bones on the bag. Uh, can't lay. I used rickrungood.com to tell me that he has been an unlucky putter recently. True. Uh, and he kind of popped up. He coach was right. He's been pretty bad, uh, but he did pop up at the PGA. So I think there's some encouragement there. Um, top 10, or excuse me. Uh, let's do your matchups here. So McElroy over Bryson. That's a big boy one. Yeah. I, Bryson doesn't have very many top tens, and I think he has one top ten in his last five starts. Uh, I'm I'm just taking Rory because it's plus money. 
Uh, and then I've got three outrights to win yep. five bucks each Keegan, Charlie Hoffman, Shane Lowry. All of them are flushing it right now. And it's just kind of like sprinkling on maybe this will happen. We yep. are very much on the same p- uh, page, KP. You are currently in second in the one and done. We're just going to get your pick right now and we'll get you out of here. I think I'm going Keegan. Keegs. Greg might talk me into Kyle Stanley, but uh, I, uh, I don't have a I don't have a ton of of big guns left. So I, I, you might be able to get away with one. I'm saving Bryson for Tory. I think I might be able to get away with Keegan here, unless I've yeah, already I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste I wouldn't waste Kyle Stanley here. Yeah, save him for a bigger event. You oh, yeah. uh, you still have him available, but you will not make up any ground on me because I will also tell you that I'm taking Keegan Bradley. So there we'll see go. how that goes. Okay. KP, thank you very much. Get out of here. Goodbye. You can follow Kyle Porter Porter CBS and we will catch him next time. And we're going to continue here because we'll just wrap up our one and done gentlemen. So let's, let's go through this. So, um, coach, as you know, you get to go first. You have the, they do stop with the the, the fake sympathy, the whole fake run. Good sympathy voice. I'm tired of, I'm tired of just stay straight. I suck. And that's fine. But stop with the sympathy voice. The All dubious right. honor. The dubious honor of getting to go first. You are coming off Will Zalatoris. He got you 16,875. This is your pick for the memorial. Dad, insult to injury. We had Zalatoris in the PGA Tour Live featured group. So watching him you had absolutely to watch it. <laughs> his putt after putt, I was screaming. And like my part, Mark Wilson was like, what, what's the matter with you, coach? I haven't been wanted. Anyway, I'm <laughs> I'm going to go Victor Hovland. I think he I think he could compete for the victory. Uh, I haven't used him yet, uh, so I'm going to go Victor Hovland this week. Victor Hovland for the coach. Jacob actually was the big winner last week. Jacob, you are on a roll right now, sir. In your last five, you've earned 878000 You got four hundred k wow. from Charlie Hoffman. Look at this. He's, he's coming wow. on. His, he wants his praise. He doesn't just voice it in. He's like, let me show you my face, my winning face. <laughs> Well, I'm going to show you a losing face here because I am I am out of anyone to use with like I think pretty much the only guy I could use this week would be Rory McIlroy, which I'm I'm just not going to roll out. Uh, so looking at the odds, I like to cross reference the odds and see, you know, who's at the top of the odds board and then who I have left. And I don't think I have anyone besides Rory shorter than like 40 to one. So <laughs> you're going you're going deep. So the strategy has gone quite well, huh? Yeah. I mean, like we said last <laughs> yeah. week, we're nursing this thing over the finish line, uh, which we're all in that same boat. But I think Greg sold me on Kyle Stanley. <laughs> I think on principle, I got to. I, I gotta, think it's a great play. I got to stay way, in for Stanley, Mr. you know? By the way, we're all putting in, 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 we're all putting in real money when the new season starts in September because I will be here from the start. So this actually hurts because right now, all that hurts is you guys making fun of me. <laughs> but I think it's a hurt in the pocketbook. So we're going to put whoever's 500. I don't care what it is. But this whole making fun of the coach with nothing hurting anybody else, I'm done with it. <laughs> Jacob, right, while we have you, while we have you, should, right. we be getting, should we be getting a cut of JT's pip with all the talk of. Uh, of yeah. Pip? Well, I think coach should for bringing it up. I mean, we already, <laughs> we already had it last week, you know, on the, on the show. So, you know, he just brought it back in again. We're getting a cut of JT's pip. So, uh, love it. We'll, we'll invoice you know, him. We'll invoice. Uh, Greg, you're up next, sir. You have dropped to fourth, although it is very tight. Just a couple of hundred thousand dollars between you and second place. You're coming off a week in which you used Matt Kuhar, or at least that's what it says in the outline. I assume that's Kuchar. Uh, and he didn't do much for you. 18,000. And who are you going with this week? And if you say Kyle Stanley. 
No, I'm not going to say Kyle Stanley. Um, again, I just I think that we got. I mean, there's still two majors left in the year, so I'm not going to go with Kyle Stanley this week. But I am going to go with a major champion, Gary Woodland. Um, I I think Gary Woodland is really coming around. Coming into form, he's starting to play a little bit better. I think he has the power to compete out here, uh, and I think he fits the mold of of a Memorial champion. So I, I think Gary Woodland is um, quickly rounding into form. I gotta I gotta throw something in here. Sepp Straka is still on the board. For, <laughs> oh really? For everyone but Coach. Oh, I haven't. You? Uh, <laughs> he's not on my board. <laughs> Coach's first three picks: Xander Shoffley, Russell Henley, Sepp Straka. <laughs> Jacob from the top row. Uh, that was stiff, Jacob. That was stiff. He's feeling good. Oh he's made God. a lot of money in the one and done. He's not. He's no longer like equal with you now. So he's feeling like he could just throw. You yeah, know. Yeah. Apparently, apparently punch down. God, the jeweler is just cracking today. That is unbelievable. Uh, sorry, Greg. Who who did you wind up on? I can't even remember. <laughs> does, does, uh, I think what did I say? Sepp Stra- No, I said Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland. Gary Thank Woodland. You, yeah, former U.S. Open champion. So you can mark it down. It's in the sheet anyway. Um. So yeah, I'm expecting good things. Okay, that leaves Mark uh, just ahead. We don't know who Mark will go with. I don't believe. Actually, we might. Yes, we do. He just texted me and said he'll let us know Thursday morning. <laughs> no, he, it's in the it's in the uh, it's in the outline. It says Colin Morikawa, so I'm assuming he texted. I think he's it. on the hook for it at this point. If he if I mean if he's already played him or something, I think he, he's on the hook for it. Yeah, he did. He is going with Colin Morikawa, and I okay. did not cross reference actually if he already picked him, but uh, okay. he has not. He's I don't to think go. so. So all right, Morikawa. Right, so Mark is, is going to go with Morikawa. Kyle and myself both going with Keegan Bradley not be making up any grounds on me this week, but the rest of you certainly can. Uh, obviously, make sure to follow at First Cut Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Plenty more content. We'll publish the best bets. We'll publish the picks to win. Top 10 predict, predict, predictions. All that good stuff. But gentlemen, this has been our mega preview pod. Anything anything else before we get out of here? No? Great being with you guys. Good to see yeah. you again, Coach. Jacob. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're on mute. Is this your You're first podcast? You're muted. I got one more thing. Kyle uh, never gave out his U.S. Women's Open pick. He's going with you know uh, Patty, Hey, at least we haven't used one. Patty yet. T. <laughs> oh, Patty T. Tana Cavicate. Tana Cavicate. There you wow. go. Be- better well, job than I would have done. Patty T. All right. That'll do it. Thank you. Big thanks to Jacob. He's not only doing all the hard work behind the scenes, he's doing it in front of the scenes as well. Kyle Porter, we already talked him out of this uh greg ducharme you can find on twitter at the real gfd that's the coach you can find him at the coach rules and you can find me at rick run good this has been the first cut and we'll catch you next time okay picture this It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.